I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Yeah, at first I thought somebody just took your sweatshirt to be an asshole because they're like, oh, I like this. But then I'm like, it's probably like a Sarah York stan who's like sleeping with this sweatshirt. Yeah, maybe they put it on a pillow. The listeners are really into Sarah. I know. They like want to climb her. It's a whole thing. I get it. I get it. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Yeah. Wow. So you so think I'm, like I'm choosing to interpret it like like that. I, yeah, that's the narrative I'm going with. Somewhere in New York Someone City. Someone took my sweatshirt because they want to know a, what you smell like. They have a husband like. pillow that was naked. Yeah, they have, yeah. <laughs> they have a husband pillow that's naked. They put my sweatshirt on it, and now they know that I smell like cucumber body wash. Wow. <laughs> I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast about the lifestyle of the queer and the flamous. I'm <laughs> Carolyn Bergier. I'm Sarah York. And today we're Diking Out with comedian <laughs> Amelia Bain about opposites attracting. Uh, you can see Amelia perform all around New York and all around the world of Brooklyn on her long-running Brooklyn Worldwide Tour. She will also be performing with Here and Queer at Clexicon. So for any of you who are going, check her out there. Amelia, thank you for coming back here. Oh, thank you for having me. Again. Yeah. You know, we would pretend like it's the first time, but uh, <laughs> Amelia... We so, might as well just clear the air. Yeah, let's clear the air here. Um, our patrons might know... 
Amelia from the Dolly Parton uh, Diking Off Topic episode that we recorded. And actually, this episode you are about to listen to is our, our second run of this episode because <laughs> the first one, uh, the file corrupted. And it was such a great episode. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to try to shame. A technological failure. Recreate the magic here with Amelia, who's nice <laughs> enough to come back again. Yeah. Uh, it's really just been a trick to get Amelia to hang out with us more. That's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I'm not convinced that it's recording right now. I was going to say, the mics aren't even on. I know. I should really really pay close attention to this. Uh, All right, a couple of announcements. Well, I guess speaking of Patreon, um, if you are a Patreon patron and you have a question for us, because, you know, we have our listener questions at the end of every episode, uh, you get in the fast lane for questions. So when you submit a question to dykingout at gmail.com, in the subject line, just say Patreon question, and then we'll make sure to answer that uh, on an episode because we do have a backlog of questions. We're trying to get through all of them. We Mm -hmm. might have to do a mailbag Feel free uh, to ask deeply personal questions. Yeah, please. Because I'll answer them. (laughs) There's literally nothing I won't talk about. (laughs) Oh, you think they're all wanting to ask personal questions about Maybe. you? Maybe, yeah. Well, we got a lot of feedback from that from our last Diking Off Topic episode. Oh, well, In which yeah. I basically just shit-talked one of my exes for 45 minutes. It was People juicy. People love that. People love it that. It was very, and it, it was, was therapeutic for me. It was yeah, nice. It was hot gay gossip. Yeah. <laughs> They so, love that shit. Yeah, some people you guys were, ate it up. We got plenty of feedback about it. I know people are like, <laughs> "You guys are you're all messy." So curious. By the way. You're you are messy bitches that live for drama, and I love it. <laughs> our listeners, I, I just want to say, our listeners are fantastic. The best. Yeah, yes. we love you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been able to meet some of you recently at our show. We had our last show at Stonewall, and that was so much fun. Yeah, it was, it was. such a great time. Um, we had. Jess Solomon, Aman El Husseini, mm-hmm. Veronica Garza, and Emma Willman, who oh my I God, they all killed. fucking love her. Yeah. 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 I mean, everyone, everyone yeah. did great, but I haven't seen Emma uh, perform in a while. And she was so good. And then Alyssa Robbins yeah. uh, performed at the end, and that was fun. And then we had past guests who came. Uh, to listen. So, uh, Wazina from the hair episode and another Amelia from the woodworking episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. a good, a good party, some hangouts afterwards. So our next show is March 25th. Uh, and our tickets are almost sold out for that. So if you want to go, um, definitely go to dykingout.com slash events to buy a ticket. We'll have very limited tickets available at the door again, but usually we can get, uh, everyone in, who shows up that lineup. We're going to have Sam J who writes for SNL. We're going to have uh, Jess Tom, who is just a breakout artist at Caroline's on Broadway, which is kind of like a big deal for comedy. Uh, we are going to have uh, Lorena Rusi, mm-hmm. who has been a guest on the podcast and is just hilarious. hilarious. I'm a fan. And then Janine Garofalo. Yes. Number three crush. Our new best friend. Yes. Our new BFF. Uh, yes. Our tiny best friend, Janine Garofalo. Yeah. Who claims <laughs> who claims that uh, Ellen Page is much tinier than her and that she was telling. I can't imagine. A listener called nonsense on it because she's like, they're both listed as five foot two yeah. on the internet. Which means well, they're both five feet flat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to say, I'm actually not even sure Janine's five two. Yeah. But... <laughs> And Janine's tiny. Yeah, she's a, she's the best. Yeah, she, I, it's gonna be such a great show. I'm so pumped. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And then as our musical guest, we have um, Vicky Martinez, 
and Emily Tarver. Uh, they are a couple, and they perform together, and they were both actors on uh, Orange is the New Black. Wow. And Vicky Martinez was also on The Voice. So, uh, Wow, this, yeah. is, this is going to be great. You can understand why it's already almost sold out. And uh, I guess that's it with that. For announcements? That's the announcements. Cool. Great. Um, Amelia, you're going to be at... Oh, wait, no. I'm going to start with talking about Queer Tiger Beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do it. Uh, speaking of gay shows, last night I performed on Queer Tiger Beat at the Duplex with uh, Nikki Palumbo and Gwynna Forgham Thrift, the show they host. Yeah. And it was a ton of our past guests, which was so much fun to do, uh, including Kelly Quinn. And I know we tweeted this from our yep. account, <laughs> but if you haven't seen it yet, go on to Twitter Go to Hey KQ and watch her audition for the new season of The L Word. It's pretty hilarious. It's one of the funnier. It's so stupid and perfect. It's like, it's, it's perfect. It's the perfect. perfect level of absurdity yeah. that I crave in internet content. And yeah. it's like, I, I truly, like, they have to put her on the show now. They it's gone like to. viral at this point. Yeah. yeah. She had the script for the pilot in her bag. Really? Yeah. Someone oh, got wow. someone got at her the pilot I was script. Say, how the fuck did she get her, hold of that? Her campaign is working. Oh, uh, so okay, great. She, so I mean, she like hasn't she hasn't been cast yet. So the whole thing is she's really uh, trying to. She has. So you're spot. telling me she has a script to the new. She has a script of the pilot for the new L word. I just want to look at it. I feel. Oh like, my god, what do I have to do to read this? Uh, Reach out to Kelly Quinn. No. Yeah, I, I can't. She, she, she won't. She doesn't want to no ruin her chances. Yeah, she probably can't. We can't risk that. We can't. I can't be the reason that happens, but I desperately want to read it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, on page nine, there's there's actually a barista. So like, it's she's got her. It's yeah. for her. The part is for her. I think it she is. knows it's it. hers to lose. Did she say uh, Jane Lynch retweeted it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jane Lynch retweeted it. Um, Leisha Haley. Oh really? Leisha Haley did. Um, oh, she's oh, in. Helena, she's in. The woman that plays Helena was like getting thirsty what? over here. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, 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 it's happening. Coolest. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Queer so Tiger great. Beat was great. Yeah. <laughs> Queer Tiger Beat was so much fun. Mm. Um, yeah, Jess Henderson, people went, went nuts for her. She's yeah. so fabulous. She's amazing. Yeah. I'm obsessed with her. Her essence. <laughs> I she know. just like walks on she stage like, like a fucking queen. Yeah, she's a queen. Uh, she is. It was so good. Um, and then afterwards, <laughs> we were trying to, trying to hang out in the bar area, but man, oh. Duplex on a Friday. So Duplex is another... Uh, gay bar in the West Village. It's right next door to Stonewall. There's like a downstairs and an upstairs and then like a little cabaret area where mm-hmm. the stage is. But it was impossible like to move. Yeah, it was a tight move. squeeze. It was very I tight. I couldn't deal with it. And uh, that reminded me of a recent trip. You guys, I went to a cubbyhole on a Friday night, which was Oof. a big mistake. I can't even imagine. I literally like... I had friends in town from yeah. San Francisco and they wanted to go check it out because San Francisco, as some of you might know, they no longer have a lesbian bar in San Francisco. So oh, yeah. yeah, they had they had one that, um, and now I'm forgetting the name, but it uh, it closed down. And I'd been there once before, mm-hmm. and it was kind of small, but bigger than Cubby Hole because Cubby Hole is comically small. It's yeah. comically yeah. small. Yeah, it's like their shtick. It's like, <laughs> oh, we're a tiny, tiny, tiny bar. I mean, and I you guess you can't get a drink. <laughs> I guess and, the and name, we, like Cubby Hole, like yeah, you think no, of your, guess, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it the size of a cubby. Yeah, it's yeah. Like those cubbies <laughs> that you had in kindergarten where you yeah, the, put your lunch in your coat. Yeah. 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 That's all you could fit in that bar is 
one child's coat. One child's and coat. Bag. Yep. <laughs> a tiny backpack. Yeah. <laughs> So, so the bar, yeah, in San Francisco, um, I'd been there and everybody like talked it up and they're like, oh, we have to go, we have to go. And then, uh, music started playing all of a sudden. And then I realized there hadn't been music playing the whole time because there's like a jukebox and you have to put money in the jukebox for music to play. Mm, That's not cool. What is this? No, no, that's that's not good. This stage of capitalism sucks. Yeah. (laughs) You have to pay for music. (laughs) At a bar. At a bar. <laughs> also, just I love how disturbed you were and you didn't know why, but then it was because it was silent. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> there I, is I nothing like, worse than music stopping yeah. at like a crowded place. I was there and I'm like, this place doesn't seem fun. And I didn't know. And then I realized like, wow, music really does uh, add a lot to the yeah. <laughs> nightlife experience. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, now it's really bothering me. Karina, what's the name of the, can you Google the San Francisco... Bar. Isn't it called like? It's not the Abbey. No, it's not no, the Abbey. LA. Okay, that's the LA. Abbey's like a. That's like a famous one. That's like the Stonewall of of San Francisco, right? Sort of. In well, it's L.A. Um, it closed. Oh, the Abbey's in L.A. Yeah. Okay, I don't know California. The the Abbey is a different kind of nightmare. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. That's a lot of space. It's too much space. Too much. We can't have too much. <laughs> no. You can. You need to give the gays a medium amount of space. I know. Never give us too much space, and for the love yes. of God, don't give us too little. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. Lex, right? Lexington. The Lexington. The Lexington. That's the name. Thank you, Karina. Um, that's Thank the name God of the bar. Here. I know. So anyway, Cubby Hole, it was, uh, so my friends came, they're like, let's go to Cubby Hole, like just for, just for wondering, wondering. So we get in, of course it's packed. Uh, and then my friends ordering shots. No, no. Right. Unacceptable. Not now. We're too old. A series you of know, errors. You know, you should get carded for shots and you can't have them if you're over 30. Yeah, I agree. The bartender should be like, I'm sorry, I can't legally serve you shots. You're yeah. you're 33 years old. Yeah. You should also be asked, when you when you order shots, you should be asked why. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> they should demand an explanation. To what end? You should have to submit a written application yeah. for yeah. A the bartender slip. to pour you shot. Yeah, you need, and you have to have two character references, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and they have to be present. <laughs> a witness has to sign it. It's like a marriage. Yeah. The worst part, it was Tito's. It was a shot of vodka. That's no. Fucking, that's a hate crime. I know. I, that is unacceptable. It's very bad. Tequila and whiskey are the only two things you should ever be able to take a shot of, and, and you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to do... No one should give you a glass of pure liquor that you drink as quickly <laughs> as possible. It's fu- it's asinine. In a tiny concept, room. <laughs> I have such a problem with it. Andrea, if you're listening, this isn't a personal attack. No, uh, this is not a... Per- no, 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 because everyone's been there. I was happy to there. take shots with you because I don't yeah. get to see you much, but... I, 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 I take, sh- I mean, I, I still do it, Plus but I like, hate myself for It was it. one of those, like, teeny tiny thimble shots. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, those, oh, they give me the little teeny ones at Little teeny, teeny tiny Which are for, fine. Like, Which, that's all that fits. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> that's all that, that's all that, that fits. Uh, oh, that's funny. Man, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm waiting for her to order the shots, which is going to take forever yeah, because of there, it's there's packed. a trillion people there and one bartender. Yeah. And this person I would describe as a stud, uh-huh. a, a young, a young stud came up to me and was like, grabbed my arm like very aggressively and was like, what's your goal? <laughs> She's asking you your 
in general. In general. I was just like, what? You're like, so, retire at 55. Yeah. I don't, like, what do you mean? I know. Uh, get, get in a writer's room? Yeah. I don't, what's going on here? She's like, what's your goal? What are you trying to do? Because if you're trying to get to the back, it's just the same. And I'm like, all right, like, calm down and let go of my arm. Like, <laughs> just leave me alone. I'm waiting for my shots. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, ta- I'm just waiting to take my shots of vodka. It was very aggressive, and, like, Cecilia kind of didn't know what was going on, and then afterwards got, like, very protective of me, and she's like, what'd she say? And I'm like, yeah. oh, man, Cubbyhole's, like, bringing out the... Cubbyhole is a... It's just a minefield for for just issues, like, because everyone in the bar has probably dated each other at some point. For sure. sure. There's no... Like, there's no way you walk <laughs> into that place without interacting with someone who's at least one person removed from you, as far as, like... An I feel ex like of an ex or like a current girlfriend I of bet. an ex, whatever. I can't go there. I think that's why half the people. <laughs> but go I there. think like she does kind of believe that because we love that kind yeah. of drama. Yeah, what everyone better says drama? they don't like drama, but they love it. Why yeah. else would you go there? Yeah. There's so many other bo- like, if you're, and and like I don't know. I know that's why people go there because they like want to accidentally run into someone. Yeah, but it's not an ex. I imagine she's just like. Sitting there, yeah, yeah, it's me, yeah, yes. that's like yeah. they, need, they want that contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cubbyhole is so small that like it it floods to outside. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. always like a bunch of people outside, and they're they're always like breaking up or angry. That's, I was gonna say I, I work around the corner from there, and then my favorite part of going home is I walk by Cubbyhole, and there's literally always an actively occurring breakup outside. Yeah. It's like part of the, it's their crisis actors. Yeah. It's, part of the it's like, just part of the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They need them the, there. With, they literally, because we live for drama. Yeah. Like we have to have like one couple breaking up outside, but it's not their first breakup. You yeah. can tell, you can tell by looking at this couple breaking up that they have done this multiple times. Yeah. It's like a, you know, you're, you know, it's a safe place if you see it. Like, yeah. Yeah. like a, when you, when like the men that were riding the rails during the great depression were like, Oh, there's a mark on this fence. They're giving away food. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do not enter a that gay is, bar. Yeah, unless, unless you see a couple, a couple fighting. Outside. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get in there and it'll be full of straight women. <laughs> Which at the at the oh. duplex were you saying there were like so many straight people in line for for the duplex last night? Yeah, yeah, there were. it was. I, I and I and I I get like I get pissed about that because I'm like, can you guys fucking go anywhere else? Yeah, yeah, anywhere else. Let me have my place. Yeah, and it's also the duplex is like piano bar vibe because like yeah, yeah. a little diff. I don't know. I tried to take my mom there who's straight. Yeah, and she was like, she liked the idea, but then we got there. I think she was like, um, oh, I always like the duplex here. in theory, yeah. and then I get there and I'm like. First of all, the place has like 50 different rooms, I feel like. Yes. It's not like, it's yeah. not an open place. It's like they opened a bar in someone's house. You feels... could go there and not know your friends were there the same yeah. the whole night. Because uh, there's like eight different walls It kind of is someone's house because the green room for the show last night. Is it like an apartment? It's an apartment. Oh. So I'm like, where's the green room? And they're like, oh, okay, go behind the stage and then you'll see a door that says, do not slam it. Go out that door, don't slam it, and then go up the staircase, and it's apartment 1B or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And I get there, and we're just, like, in some person's apartment, and I'm like. That's weird. Can I drink Like, can I the use stuff the bathroom here? in here? Yeah. Like, you know? There's, and, like, a guy in a robe making eggs. He's like, hey. <laughs> and then you start doing stand-up for him, and he's like. <laughs> he's like, uh, again? Like, is this where the show is? I'm so confused. <laughs> 
So then, uh, maybe I'm, he gets a discount on rent if he lets maybe. It, the people use his apartment as a green room. I would do that to live in the village. I oh wouldn't. my god, I wouldn't. I would absolutely <laughs> do that. Here's a cubbyhole scoop. Uh, somebody told me they once saw Leah Delaria there, and that she was just like ranting about how she could fuck anybody there, which is not true. <laughs> but it's that's also oh she yeah she does yeah. yeah I actually I met her there once I was on like a non date it was like a sort of a date um, oh wait were you the one who told me no this? Okay. I, no this is a different <laughs> but she she's there like all the time so I think probably everyone has a running into Leah Delaria story yeah I hear she hangs out at there and uh, and at Henrietta Hudson ah oh, of course she does she's like, sitting there like it's me yes yeah I'm here yeah. yeah yeah she's very like she's fine with people asking to take photos I think with her yeah I've been doing a lot of shows at gay bars lately Mm -hmm. and it's it's something I mean I guess that's my brand now yeah Uh, yeah I think it is I think it firmly is your brand yeah (laughs) but I guess there are like so many queer comedy shows and then there's like two kinds of comedy shows you can do one in a place with like a proper stage and room set aside for people who want to see comedy and one that's like Surprise! Yeah. Oh, those, that's yeah, great. Yeah, you came here to fuck, but yeah. now you have to listen to this lesbian. <laughs> people love that. Yeah. Tell her jokes it about toilets. Like, I've done shows in bars where people just are like, <sighs> as soon as it starts, and you're like, oh, they didn't know this was happening. And yeah. It's so sad. I imagine Their it's night worse for improv. Turn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. What, pop-up improv? No. Absolutely not. That should be illegal. I don't think I've done that. You should okay. be a consenting person in an in, in an audience for improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as someone who actively avoids improv, like, as a part of, like, it's a part-time job for me to avoid improv shows. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so thoroughly offended if one just began yeah. in a bar that so I was in. Usually that doesn't happen, but I've been on, like, mixed shows that are, like, stand-up and improv. Mm. And oh, then okay. sometimes yeah. some people go, are though? like surprised. Because it's two different experiences. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, if I'm here for stand-up, I don't want, like, I, I don't I don't think those two things mix well, do they? Well, it goes they well can. for the stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn says, as someone who's done stand-up on my improv shows a yeah. ton. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't, I can't I say. I love a good improv show, but like. The, the 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 ones that you can tell are kind of like thrown together. It's yeah. like, ah, I can't yeah. do Well, this. so, I mean, like, uh, the the show that I did for Amelia's group, Hot Boss, uh, that's like, like, the people are coming to see Hot Boss, and then it's like, here's a, an extra mm-hmm. treat, just some, a couple of stand-ups to, to oh, warm okay. you up. Okay, okay. And I, I love that because, um, especially if there are, like, multiple improv teams on a show, because then at least you have... 10 people in the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which yeah, at yeah. a stand-up comedy show, that's never guaranteed. No, it's not. What's the yeah. smallest audience you've ever done, done stand-up for? Two people? <laughs> in a hookah bar. Is that considered an audience? Hold on. I think it is. Two people and a bartender <laughs> and, and a guy checking IDs at the door. Okay. So, so far we have half of the crowd as employees. I yeah. can beat that. <laughs> I've done it for my friend that I was doing the show with, and that's it. <laughs> Ah, she's a poet. Really? Yeah. Amazing. And we like, so I think it's called the Red Lion Hotel. It's like a hotel chain. Yeah. They'll let you do shows in their lobby, Um, (laughs) which is maybe even even worse. That's dangerous information. Yeah. It's even worse than like the, um, the like bar thing because it's truly just people that are like waiting for their 
friends to come down from the hotel room yeah. or for their cab. Yeah. yeah. To get to the airport. Yeah. They're like stressed out. Yeah. And so my friend was like, I booked us the show in Baltimore. And I was like, all right, great. And she lives in DC. So it's just like a quick drive up. We go. It's just, I did stand up at my friend. <laughs> and then she read really sad poetry at me. <laughs> And then there was, like, one guy that walked in during my set and sat down, and then he was just, like— And then realized what was happening. Never mind, and left. Someone rented a bike, because there was also, like, a bike rental thing during it. And then— And you're like, can I get on the back of that? And then I sort of forgot can about it. you run me over with that? I sort of forgot about it. And, then like, a month later, they're like, we have a tape of your show. <laughs> And they sent it, and it was, like, an aerial shot of, like, basically security footage. It looked like a snuff film. It was so bad. Please send that to festivals. Oh it's, please send it to festivals. And it's me doing, like, my tight 10 to my friend who's seen it a million times. And, oh, boy. This it's, is the best description of anything I've ever email. heard in my life. Yeah. I love this. It was, like, not in black and white, but, like, might as well have been like in black and white. Like surveillance footage yeah. on your show. Like, your face is, like, really blurry. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's no audio, but we have you on stage. For yeah, be like, this woman disappeared last weekend. The last footage we have of her is performing stand-up to no one. Every once in a while, it just switches to footage of the stairwell. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> Thank God you didn't go missing that night, because that actually yeah. would be the thing that they would <laughs> so have to put sad. on the news. This is yeah, literally the most know. recent picture we have of her. It's surveillance footage from her, sh- her show, if you can call it. Like, the newscasters would even be roasting you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, mm, she claims to be a stand-up comedian, however. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she seems to be talking to her friend. <laughs> I actually did do a stand-up show for one person, but that was the point of the stand-up show. What? Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah, so it took place at uh, Karma Street Comics. (laughs) To my ex-wife. Yeah. Just basically, uh, every time I talk to Cecilia in our apartment alone, I consider it a show. Because she laughs a lot. She's great. (laughs) Yeah. so it's at a Carmen Street bookshop. I don't know if they do it anymore, but the guy who runs it uh, picks one person to be the audience member that night. And then you're just like in the aisle of this comic book shop and it's after hours. So wow, nobody's no there except the other comics. And she or like this woman was sitting in the chair in front of me. And then I'm just doing my set on her. It was actually great because it really for you can't like look around the room or anything like you have to make <laughs> Like you have to make this ten one minutes, person. Ten minutes of eye contact with this person and try to get them to to laugh, and it's very uncomfortable for both people. But I and, love that. Uh, yeah, it was it was a really cool experience. But I will say the the two women at the hookah bar better than audiences I've had. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll have an audience of of twenty that's like a a wet rag, and yeah. then yeah. these two women were having the time of their lives. They couldn't have been happier. That's amazing. They were like in from New Jersey. They're smoking their hookah. They're throwing back their whiskeys, yeah. and they are there for they comedy. They showed up for a good oh, time. They and, knew there and would they be had comedy. One. They, I, oh, do- you know. Or do they just roll? They're just like people that That's are like, up for we're debate. living yeah. out loud. Like, yeah. we're here. This is, yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I like people like that. Yeah. That are just like, that can actually enjoy an experience. That was also the show where the, the host was kind of the shady character and uh, forgot my name and just said, this next comic 
is very sexy. <laughs> and it, it was like winter. Which is like, thank you. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> at least it, this next comic is standing upright. Yeah. <laughs> Here she comes. It was like, like it, it's a woman. What do I say yeah. about her? What will she like? <laughs> Let me what call her very like? sexy. I'm sure she'll like that. Yeah. W- women love that, right? Yeah. Oh, it was It was like the dead of winter. So I had like many layers and a winter coat on. And Super sexy. You yeah. I'm at some my sexiest find, in the winter. Some people find all kinds of things sexy. So maybe that was just like, I love a woman in every sweater she owns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, multiple scarves. <laughs> you know, my friend uh, Naomi Regabe was, uh, she was cat called in the winter wearing like a, a puff, like a huge puffy down oh, coat. Yeah, for sure. And the guy was like, I want to smell your cunt. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the most aggressive cat call like, I could ever imagine. It was super yeah. aggressive. And then also she was like bundled up. And like, oh yeah, they'll fuck anything. Yeah. Well, you won't because it's under many layers of clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's too cold out to smell that. Oh God. <laughs> Gotta wait for the summer. <laughs> On that note, let's get into our topic, which is opposites attract. Yeah. 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 So. Do they? Do they? Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Amelia, why did you want to talk about opposites attracting? Um. Oh boy, I I think I I am dating a person who is very diff- similar in some ways, but very different in a lot of ways. Yes, and uh, one of her friends has this theory that like we're not even. I think the theory maybe is mine, but it comes from a group of Sarah's friends. Uh, this couple is called Logistics and Pizzazz. Like they're among their friends. They yeah. call them Logistics okay. and Pizzazz, and I sort of like blew that out as like that's my worldview now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think like any pairing, like if it's like siblings, if it's best friends, if it's coworkers, romantic partners, mm-hmm. there's always a logistics and a pizzazz. Yeah. And it can kind of, um, it can fluctuate. Like, yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know, like my mom always gives the example when I told her that like I would be, my mom's like, I would be pizzazz in any other marriage, but because I married your father, I had to be logistics because he's like very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so it's, I think it's an interesting thing to think yeah. about. Yeah. That makes perfect sense, actually. Logistics and pizzazz. You're da- Carolyn's. For those of you who have any doubt, is absolutely logistics. <laughs> I am logistics. This podcast no, would yeah. not run without her. I am logistics, uh, but then in in other relationships, like with my uh, my ex wife, I was certainly pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> I was a hundred percent pizzazz. And you and didn't then, even have pink hair then. I that didn't even have point. pink hair and I was pizzazz. <laughs> and still pizzazz. And I was also kind of logistics. I think, I was going to say, I think you were definitely both in that relationship because you had to be because I don't so think. So then what was, what was she? Just there, I she guess. Was yeah. There. Dead she weight. Was converting oxygen into carbon dioxide. I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is so mean, but yeah. true. <laughs> no. But rooted in truth. Yeah. Is all mean things are. <laughs> Oh it's man, shit talking is healthy. It is, especially on uh, you know recorded things that stay in the universe forever that anybody <laughs> can hear. And cool. Uh, oh, that's great. Glad we're still not fighting over assets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna get called oh, into God. some lawyer's can you office. If this podcast ever is in, like admitted as evidence in court. It's and for they, sure gonna happen to me. And the whole courtroom has to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The trial can, of the century. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the then jurors like, are like, I want to die. <laughs> now I was going to say like three jurors like realize that they're gay. Yeah. Just by listening. They're just like, wait a minute. I think even the like old straight white men would be like, well, let me get this straight. Yeah. You can't give lesbians too much space in a bar, but they don't <laughs> like <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I guess oh, I can't God. go to that bar. There's no room for me to spread yeah. my legs for uh, <laughs> make sure there's seven feet right. of clearance between my knees at oh, all times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, I guess with, you know, with Cecilia, uh, she's she's the pizzazz. Yeah. But I think you guys are a healthy mix of both. Of both. You yeah. Know? Like, I think that's maybe that's the key is like you can it be is. pizzazz, but then you can also be logistics if you have to. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I don't know. Yes. I don't know that I'm really either. I'm not in a relationship currently. I'm like, I'm, I'm whatever it is when you go on dates with someone and you like sleep together, but you're not officially like you're not dating. Yeah. Which is really, it's great. Uh, But I think I'm, uh, I'm, I would say I'm pizzazz in that situation, but we're both pizzazz. It's a pizzazz. uh, I think just like, you know, the, like the, the whole, the the dynamic calls for that like novelty of like just going out and sleeping with someone is probably just like pizzazz all around. It is. It's all pizzazz. It's so great. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. Well, to, to, to the the two of you in committed relationships. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sounds great. Oh, that's funny. Sounds like a party. Sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) Right. Right. I know. I need to know who's doing the taxes, all right? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. important <laughs> to know who's keeping track of that paperwork. Oh, God. Not me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, do, do, you believe, do you guys believe, I wanted to ask you this, do you guys do like the whole love languages thing? Like, is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I have. I mean, I, I, kinda, I, I think it's like legit. Like, some people kind of laugh about it. It's like a joke. But like, I think love languages is like a real, yeah. you know. Well, I think just getting, I don't know, thinking about like, oh, I could use this from someone. Yeah. Or like, hey, this is a thing that I would like. It's yeah. nice to articulate yeah. no matter what, like yeah. why you're doing it. I've never actually articulated like what I want in a, from my partner ever, which is probably, <laughs> it's probably why I'm on, in a pizzazz situation right now. Cause it's just like, it's a hard thing for me to do. But I'm getting, I'm getting, I think I'm getting better at it. But like, I've literally, I, like, I don't think I was in a two year relationship and I don't think I ever actually told her, like, here's what I need from you. Yeah. And yeah. maybe that's why it didn't work out. Um, it could also be that she's straight, but I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, that could be part of it. You should have said, I need you to be gay. Yeah. Yeah. I could really use yeah, yeah. from you. My love language is you being gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my love language is homosexuality. Yeah. <laughs> Would that be acts of service? I don't yeah, know. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun what? Topic. What are the love languages? So uh, acts of service. Um. Uh. Physical touch. Yeah. Quality time. Quality time. Um. Uh. Words of affirmation. Uh-huh. Gift giving. Gift giving. Yeah. That's giving. the fifth one. Okay. Yeah. I think uh. what I like is quality time and words of affirmation. Like I like I like getting that like verbal boost yeah. from someone. Yeah. Cecilia you know? likes words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, yeah, touch. Yeah. And I don't know. I enjoy being a person who like gives someone words of affirmation. And I also like gift giving. I like to like, you know, if I'm like really into someone, I like to like give you things to make you happy. Yeah. And like watch the reaction and like, oh, yay. It's like fun, you know? Yeah. 
I don't expect that. In return. Like, I don't, it's not really my thing in return. Like, I don't think I need that or yeah. want that, but it's like super fun to do. I, yeah. I like, I think Sarah, a thing that she really likes is acts of service. So like, if I like clean the apartment, that's mm-hmm. a thing that like is not, that's as a pizzazz, as a strong pizzazz, that is not <laughs> a thing that for me is like, oh, I'm going to do that. Yeah. But I, I will be like, oh, that is like a thing that. I will get like she will like that. Yeah, so that yeah. feels like a yeah. So you're, you're doing it because like specifically for that purpose. Like I know that she'll. Yeah, I mean, I also like having a well, like that, a clean apartment. Nice yeah, but, but like, yeah, yeah. I'm like that. I acts of service for me, like that does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah? I oh think, god. I think maybe because you're, you, I appreciate I it so much because <laughs> you are like a, such a logistics. So when somebody else like takes care of something, it's probably like, oh wow. This yeah, is so no, great. Cecilia, like, uh, especially, like, uh, she put me on this new, like, anti-inflammatory diet, and she, like, figured out all the logistics of it and did all the meal planning and all the cooking and everything. And That's I could, amazing. I could not have done it without her, and it it changed. It was a game changer for me. Like, yeah. my it, my health changed, like, radically, and That's awesome. I dropped a bunch of weight, and I was feeling... Uh, so much better on like a day to day basis, and uh, it's like the only thing that's ever worked for me. And it was a ton of work, a ton of work, and it's like the nicest like thing. Like I've never felt so loved. Yeah, that's uh, adorable. Yeah, than somebody who who like cared so much about like my health. Yeah, and my day to day well being that she undertook this like yeah. this whole thing. really crazy uh meal meal plan. Like thing. so yeah. much time. Yeah. So much. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm hers for life. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you guys should be married. Yeah. yeah we probably should. Yeah. It's cool when you're married to someone that you should be married to. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Not cool the other way. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> Not cool the other Burn. way. Burn. Yeah. <laughs> not cool when you want acts of service and then... Uh, and you do not ever get them. And yeah. Can't, can't yeah. count on that to, to happen. So yeah, I guess like supporting your career is probably an act of service. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, kind of, I guess, I guess it would fall in that category. I mean, that's, I mean, it's also like something that's like a given that you should like, how could you possibly everybody. be in a partner? Well, yeah. <laughs> but like to be in a, imagine being in a partnership and like, yeah, you know, I love her. She's great. I just really fucking don't care about her career. You know, like yeah. how could you possibly? You can't. Again, I, I it's can't. possible. Yeah, no, I know it's possible. <laughs> I was going to say, I no can't imagine. Company. And then I looked directly across this table. And <laughs> you absolutely no. can. I mean, yeah. I think like, uh, I remember having this moment of when I first met Sarah's family, being like, oh, yeah, I'm excited to meet them. I hope they think I'm funny or like something lame. And she was like, oh, by the way, they don't care if you're funny. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's what? She was That's like, all yeah, I care yeah. about. So I think, like, I don't know that Sarah cares if I'm, like, funny. I think she cares if, like, I'm feeling, like, fulfilled in yeah. what I'm doing. And, right, like, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that was kind of a difference. So uh, Amelia and I uh, were on an improv team together, and then we realized that uh, my, my ex-wife at the time and then – uh, Sarah, now your fiance, uh, they played in the same lesbian basketball league because of course, and New York gay basketball league. Yeah. New York. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> um, and like there were some similarities between, uh, Sarah and, and my ex, um, and both like 
I don't know, weren't big fans of, of improv, but the difference was that Sarah would go and be supportive mm-hmm. and cared that it was important to... She'll sit in the back row and play Amelia. on her phone if she gets uncomfortable, but she's there. She's, but she's there. there. And she she's cares, there. you know? Yeah. 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 She And she does care. And, you know, she would, like, care enough to kind of try to, like, pick up on things and uh, figure out, like, what kind of the, the rules are yeah. and, and, and stuff. And try to like find some way she could connect to it. And that was the thing. Like I'm, I'm not a basketball fan, but I would go to my ex's uh, basketball games and I'm like, I, I don't like it, but because it's important to you, right. I'll go right. and yeah. I'll be there and I'll try to find something to like about it. And I'll go I'll, read a book in the stands, but yeah, then I'll, I'll yell every I'll once work on in my a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yell. So if, if the people that are sitting around you yell, then you yell too. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, yeah, yeah. most of observing I yell, sports. I have like a couple things. I'll yell good foul at yeah. any time there's a foul. <laughs> good, I'll, good job. I'll just sometimes go like, yeah, shell. Cause that's her last name. Yeah. Like even if she's not even in the game. Right. Yeah. She's um, like sitting supportive. down drinking yeah. water, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to be supportive, but yeah, my, my ex like just loathed that I did improv. Yeah, uh, and and wouldn't come, and like didn't care that that made me happy. So yeah, you know. So well, that's so back to the topic, and not just me shitting on my yeah. ex wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Isn't that the topic of the? the, the, the It kind of is. It really is. Totally. Like people who's people who compliment you in that way. Not like compliment with an e. Like you know, they fill in kind of where you. Yeah. So that's kind of puzzle piece thing. Yeah. Compliment versus opposite. So so what happened with my ex was that I chalked a lot of like core problems in our relationship up to like, well, we're opposites and opposites attract. So this is fine. You know, like, uh, she doesn't need to be a communicator because I'm the communicator and that's not how communication works. No, that's a two way street. You can't have one person (laughs) who like literally refuses to have a conversation with you. I'm the talker. Yeah. (laughs) It like, sometimes it was like literally like talking to to a wall. Like a brick wall. yeah. Yeah. And like that, that doesn't work. And I'd be like, well, opposites are like me being like, I love travel. And she's like, I actually hate travel. I'm like, cool. Opposites. Uh, yeah. I guess we're getting married next week. Thanks for telling me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, I think that there's, there's stuff like liking travel and being able to travel together that you can be opposites and do that well together. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. think like opposites attract in that like sometimes I uh, will hang out with like Sarah's coworkers and um, they're always like, oh, are you – she's in tech. She was a data scientist and they're yeah. always like, oh, are you also – in computer, I don't even know how to speak about it. Like, yeah. are you? Yeah. I would do know you do this. computers? And yeah. I am always just like, oh my god, no. But yeah. the, and then a lot of times when Sarah's around, my comedy friends are like, oh, do you do comedy too? And she's like, no, that's literally my nightmare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she did. Ha- she woke up one morning and was like, I had a nightmare that I was on stage. That's it. That's the whole nightmare. That's yeah. the whole nightmare. That's it. It That'll is most it. people's nightmare. Yeah. Which is why oh, it's yeah. so cool to like, it's, I, I just find people that do stand up comedy to be like the ultimate, like that's the ultimate risk, isn't it? I, it feels that way to me. Like as far as performance goes. Cause it's, oh, yeah, yeah. You, I had you to work are, my way up to it's it. It's a wild oh, just concept. in performance. I was going to yeah. say, I don't think no, in no. the world. No, I think like people that go like. <laughs> Bullets flying. Like, we're the right? bravest. Yeah. We're the yeah. bravest people. Of yeah, we're the totally. real heroes. No, I mean like as far as performance goes, like. It's isn't it weird to think about it as like a con- like you're just on stage 
being funny? Like as funny as such a well, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're, but you, yeah. Well, you it, have com- to it basically... combines different fears, right? So there's it's like the all fear the fears of public in speaking, one. Yeah. and then also the fear that you're going to make a joke and nobody laughs. Yeah, which must feel terrible times a hundred because yeah. you have a room full of people. Never happened to me. Must yeah. feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm but told it's that's my, awful. But it's my nightmare to be put in front of a computer with a bunch of the screen is black and there's all these oh my God. Like, symbols that I don't know what they mean. Zeros and ones. And, yeah, then, yeah. Make, and then being told like make a numbers. Make a computer. They don't program. say that. They, no one. I think they say make, make a numbers. Definitely. Make a numbers. I can't. I've, I've been out of the office job game for so long that I couldn't possibly like. I I was uh, I was looking at my my friend had her computer open and she had like. Uh, like Microsoft Outlook open and I haven't seen like <laughs> business email in so long and I was like <laughs> like I got like it gave me like heart palpitations yeah. like yeah. I remember that feel like I just I cannot look at a computer screen and and process what's going on in front of me like yeah. I can't I don't know how to do that kind of work anymore yeah. all I know how to do is like bartend and just be a, an asshole like I don't I don't <laughs> have any other skills <laughs> I literally, this has to be my career, <laughs> yeah. what I'm doing right now with you guys, or it's fucking over for me. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, uh, I just can't. Like, I, I can't do it. <laughs> but I worked at, I, I had a job where I worked in an office for, I was, I had this job for a year and a half, and I'm not, I'm not making this up. I didn't ever do any work. I never actually yeah. completed a task because it was such a big company that no one noticed. You can get away with that. I, yeah. it, it was a giant. It was like I think there were ten thousand people in Kansas City alone at this company, and I just didn't. I, th- I feel like I kind of slipped through the cracks. Like yeah. they just kept paying me every week for, for nothing. some people. That's the dream. That is the dream for it, many people. I've, I've yeah. worked for. I've worked with people who very much who do are that. actively pursuing that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, how do they get away with it? Because even my current job, I was like, oh. I'm going to work here and like do the bare minimum uh, and yeah. it's not me. Like yeah. I, I think I, there's yeah. a person. So Sarah yeah. used to work for um, the city of New York. And so there were a lot of people who were just waiting to retire. Yeah. And there was a, their manager had to be like, send out an email saying, don't do a jigsaw puzzle while you're at work. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they had a puzzle set up on a table that they wow. were just. So, oh, yeah. Like, at least pretend. Yeah. At least humor me here, guys. Just keep, just look at your computers yeah. for a while. I don't, yeah. I know you're reading stupid articles. Like, I was, I was literally reading like Jezebel articles all day. Yeah. G chatting my friend. Is G chat still a thing? Are people still G chatting yeah. a lot? It is still yeah. a thing. Karina but, says no. But I don't think it's, yeah, I think it exists. Like, <laughs> you can do it. I think Karina's on like TikTok, TikTok. or whatever. I don't know. That's how you G chat. They just send each other hilarious videos. TikToks, yeah. I don't, even, I don't, I, don't, I still don't know what it is. I've never eat that. It's, are, are, it's, it's not even like, like Ryan, there's stuff that I know exists that I don't know what it is, but that yeah. is a thing that just like came to my brain and I was like, nope, never. That's new to me. <laughs> our, our best guess new is, information. is that you, you send a tick, you get a talk. That's you get all. A t- okay. You yeah. tick, they talk. Yeah. And, um, it, it's the, um, it, it used to be musically or something, but it's basically like making short videos yeah, that, that I are set to know. right uh, set to music. Oh, so it there's me. Mu- it was lip syncing, but now it's just. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Small tangent. How did lip syncing ever become something that people want to watch? Like aside from drag, because when RuPaul's Drag Race went from logo to VH1, people were like, "Me too! I'm part of it too!" Yeah. But then, like, like the celebrity <laughs> lip sync battles or whatever. I can't think. I of can't possibly. Anything- I, There's I nothing less watch. entertaining than that. Yes. 
there's nothing entertaining about that. And, yeah. and it's like such a big thing. And there was like a year where like every week it was like viral. Well, didn't These, it start with like Jimmy Fallon's show? Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. People like this. And then we'll it became a, a show, show like hosted by what, Mario Lopez or something? And Haley or? Baldwin, yeah. I think. Oh my really? God. Yeah. So it was a whole show. I can't. I think it's LL Cool J and is Haley it? Baldwin. I just think Mario Lopez hosts everything. Mario uh, Lopez is, is, you know what though? He those checks are rolling in. He's for a him. hardworking guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's making. How do you get? Did you? Uh, he Carson Daly hosted a show that I just that I it like made news that he was like retiring from it. The voice. After sep- no. Oh, it was let, last else. call with Carson Daly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it was. It's ending after seventeen seasons. I didn't and I was know. Like, it was I'm still literally on. just now learning that the show yeah. exists. Uh, I knew it that existed it when it first came out, but um, I'm I'm a big Carson Daly fan. You I, are? I, I wouldn't say a big fan because I didn't know the show was still on the air. But I I always really liked Carson Daly. Yeah. Like, I don't. know. He's so boy. He's just like I just. He's I just think it's like a the most thing. the most medium person. Yeah, he like, feels like very harmless. Like he he's very harmless. Totally, I love but a mediocre like, man. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. There was I was watching something with Sarah and oh, we were watching Broadchurch because we were going back because I love I love Olivia Coleman. Oh my god, Olivia! So Coleman we're watching is everything. we're watching Broadchurch and what's that guy's David Tennant? Is he the guy? Oh yeah, David Tennant. And I yeah. was I was saying to Sarah like. Do people think? I think a lot of people think he's hot, right? Like I think he's kind people, of a sex symbol. Yeah, and yeah. I and I was like, I can't decide. And Sarah was like, No, he's not hot. He's like very like he looks like sick. And I was, yeah. I think he's supposed to be sick on that show. Oh, really? No, I think he looks ill all the yeah. time. Yeah, but I, then I was like, I was kind of thinking I was a little bit attracted to him. But then I think it's because I am attracted to like a weak man, yeah. <laughs> like someone that I know I could like. You could, like, yeah. you could beat his ass if you had if to. It, if it if it came, came down to, to that, that, like I could not beat I mean, his ass. God but just, forbid. Like, I could, like, could, push him and run. Right, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. You could totally, you could, at the very least, defend yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's cool. When I was uh, pr- tr- pretending desperately to be straight when I was younger, um, I only had crushes on celebrities that I felt was realistic for me. Like, oh, I could get a, I could get that guy, <laughs> which is so weird. So my favorite guy in NSYNC was Joey, because oh. I was like, oh, I could date Joey. Like, no. I, I felt like he was attainable for me. That's how I felt about Lance Bass. Yeah. But then also because, like... Because yeah. the queer vibes. The queer vibes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, my, oh, I was so into, like, closeted gay men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was never into Lance Bass because my brother kind of looks a little bit like Lance Bass. Oh, okay. okay. So I was, yeah, like, grossed out by Good like, for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah, for yeah. you not being attracted to your brother because I know way too many people dating and are married to people that look like their brothers. And that's, yes. a, that's a whole thing. This but anyway. That's a thing. Yeah, people that, just not very quickly, attract. I think... No. There's a lot of like people are always like, oh, you guys look alike to lesbians because it's two women. But I know a lot of straight people that are married to people that look like. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I know. I went to college for with sure. a couple. I'm. They look like fraternal twins. Like yeah. they're. They have the same bone structure. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. No. For opposites, that's a good place to be opposite. Is in yeah. the face. Uh, <laughs> before we were talking about vacations, and it reminded me of. Uh, when you and Sarah went hiking. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm like, that's a good opposite. Yeah. Every once in a while, she'll, she'll take me on a hike and be like, oh, yeah, it's quick. I got her on video once admitting that she'd lied about a hike. <laughs> and then I put it on Instagram because I am I put a lot of Sarah on Instagram. She's It's good content. That's it, great. Yeah. But she basically said it was a short, easy six-mile hike. 
No. And then, and then we got Six up. Six miles is not short. We got up to the top of this mountain, and I see that we were on the trail that was like extremely difficult. Yeah. Oh, it said it? Yeah. It was labeled it extremely, was labeled difficult. extremely difficult. So, yeah. That's my nightmare. And she was like, well, I just, I figured it was the fastest way, which. I, it was so bad. The fastest way to the top of the mountain. Is yes. That's a very Sarah thing to just, she's very six efficient miles. to be yeah. like, I'll just go straight up the mountain. Yeah. yeah. And her is like, no big deal. And, yeah. you know. People always, I feel like I get lied to a lot about like outdoor stuff and the difficulty level. And yeah. because people always overestimate my capability and I have no outdoor, I'm an indoor person. Yeah. Like I, I don't do hiking. I've never, literally never been in the, set foot in the ocean. What? I'm, I'm terrified but you're like of it. you're like from the middle of the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's a terrifying concept okay. to me. I'll never, I'll never do it. Maybe <laughs> I'll do it. But like knee length, like knee height in the water. But yeah. then, the, it, then it shifts. Ooh, I, I don't, I don't trust ocean. it. Uh, but yeah, everyone's like people, oh, no, it's easy. Like you'll love it. Ugh. Like no, absolutely not. Yeah. That's my nightmare is to go hiking. I can't imagine yeah. myself outdoors on a trail, like amongst yeah. no, the, that's all it so, is. So many there's no, there's no entertainment. There's no, no that's yeah. not fun for me. It's, that's another, I love it. It's, I love, a, I love it, but it's like, you have to know what you're getting into. I love a walk with purpose. <laughs> you do Man. love a walk with purpose. Yeah. If, if I, if I have somewhere I need to be, this is where Janine Garofalo and I uh, yeah. are on the same, like, I like to walk with a mission in mind. And if that <laughs> mission is to get to the top, then, you know, that's Ugh, even better. I don't like a mission. I don't. Yeah. I don't need. A, I don't want a goal. That's my yeah. goal. So that woman at the bar, I would have said, "No, I don't have a goal." Yeah. <laughs> What's, What's your, your goal? goal? Nothing. I, literally, I don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> part of my personality. I want to. So Sarah has run like uh, several half marathons. Yeah. And a few years ago, I was like, "Oh yeah, I want to run one too." So I signed up. We were going to run the Brooklyn Half. Mm-hmm. Not together, like that, because that's not even that's not a good it's idea. Not, it's not in the realm. Any, we tried <laughs> training together a couple times, and yeah. I would just get so angry and be like, "Just leave me." Yeah, but um, you can't train with somebody that athletic. Yeah. Like Sarah is so athletic. She's yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's just okay. it's not really fair. Yeah. Um. But then I so I was training for it. But then my dad passed away, so I just stopped running because oh, okay, I had to like yeah. go home and so for like a month before the half marathon, you can't I can't run I and didn't. cry at the same time. Or yeah. Else. No. 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 I it didn't like run. something's really wrong. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run it anyway. If I don't finish, that's fine. I'm yeah. just going to try. And so Sarah was like, well, I'll run with you. So there's this picture of us crossing the finish line that's like they have the half marathon like hires photographers. Yeah. And there's this picture and I look dead. Like I, there, there's no color in my face. <laughs> my eyes are closed. I'm like slumped over. And Sarah looks like she is on like mile one. Yeah. Like a fitness like model. Right in the, like, like a Nike yeah. commercial. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> her sister is a doctor and saw the picture and was like, you look very sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm extremely concerned. That's great. Oh man. Okay. One more thing I want to cover, uh, before we get to our listener question is, uh, we have listeners that have concerns about being too similar to the person they're with, specifically mm. uh, butch women who are with other butch women or maybe like used to be with femme women because that's, you know, a common dynamic is butch femme. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got but, like your gateway girlfriend is yeah. like a little bit more. Yeah. 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 And then they start being with somebody who's more butch and like freak out about it. But when like preferences can change yeah, totally. over time. So there's no no reason to to panic there. But like... You can have two butch women and still have complementary characteristics. It's not like, Absolutely. you yeah. know, competing Subarus or... Yeah. 
<laughs> like you can have two Subarus. Don't limit I mean, yourself to one. Have you ever been one. to a Home Depot? There's plenty of have like. Have you ever butch been to there. a Subaru dealership? There's many models, lots of different, <laughs> lots yeah. to choose from. Yeah. So Absolutely. I don't know. That's just my yeah. PSA. Yeah. Don't don't let it freak you out. I mean, yeah, like two two femme women. Uh, Cecilia and I, yeah. you know, both consider ourselves to be femme and we're Yeah, I think, like, aesthetics different. is totally, like, I don't know. Like you said, like, taste, you know, and, like, um, preferences and stuff change over time. There's no reason to, like, get all wrapped around the axle about it. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, I, I thought I was only, like, strictly into femme women, but, you know, one uh, one I had a one-night stand with someone who was a, a stud. Oh, really? Yeah. Was oh. it was it the, uh, what's your goal? Stud? <laughs> no, no. I, I wish. Uh. No. Because then I would have had that interaction that mm-hmm. then Cecilia would be like, is this why you brought me to Cubby Hole yeah. on a Friday? Oh, I bet in the new L word, there's going to be a scene where it's just, what's your goal? Yeah. And then they start thing. making out. Like, yeah. It, that's like the move. <laughs> That is. That's such an L word scene. Uh, it is. Maybe it that's is. what the stud thought was going to happen. Have but. you have you ever walked away from someone and had them grab your arm and pull you back to them? Because that happens on the L word. I feel a lot all the time. And yeah. I've never. If someone did that to me, I, I would be so offended. I, oh, I think my body would just react. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. No, that was like. That's me and Cecilia a lot when one of us is like leaving out the door and it's like, wait, one more oh, kiss. Oh, that's no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. It's usually like there's like a fight and then right. like, oh, the fight where they, yeah. I despise you. And then it's not even like a couple. I yeah. don't even know if I'm, I, I don't no, even know if this is on the it's L just, word. It is on it's the L It's Don and her lover Cindy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for our listener question. Uh, I've found myself uh, in a very strange point in life where I'm looking back at all my life choices, looking at my current position and realizing that based on all this, the road I'm on is not at all where I want to be heading and desperately want to avoid uh, getting there before it's too late to turn back. I am 25 years old, which means it's not too late to turn back. Uh, even if you're 45, it's not too late to turn back unless you're going to like die the next day. Um, anyway, I'm 25 years old, studied architecture for six years. I'm currently working at an architecture firm in New York City. All I want to do is break free from nine to six corporate America, robotic drone culture, and pursue music, something I've always had a hunger to pursue and know I'm talented and uh, yet follow more reliable money-making parent-approved route that pleases everybody except myself. I've been starting to network with the music industry through friends, making connections. Um, But basically, the gist is that she needs more time uh, to sit down, make music, and perform. So Mm -hmm. the question is, what do you guys think is a good way to make this transition from the mundane 9 to 6 culture to creative career you are truly passionate in while still being able to make rent and pay bills in New York City? Uh, That is tough because bills in New York City are super high. Um, I'm going to start off quickly with my answer because I relate to this uh, mm-hmm. a lot because I grew up always feeling like I had to do the safe thing and have the reliable money-making job, which I have always had. Um, you know, like I wanted to major in uh, in TV in college and then my dad talked me out of it and was like, do advertising because then you won't be struggling and you're still technically making TV. I'm like, okay, you know, like- right. Uh, like scared me into thinking my life is going to be terrible if I try to do what I want to do. So I better just like do the thing adjacent to it and work in advertising, which is, you know, what, what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that's then, kind of a common thing, I think, for people in our parents' generation to insist that we do. Is, oh, yeah, is yeah. That, that one safe thing. Because yeah. they come from a generation where people work, do the same job for 40 years or yes. whatever, you know. Yeah. So they're like, it's a generation of horrified parents right now while their kids are making money off TikTok and, yeah. uh, <laughs> have, and have other they things. they monetized TikTok? What's going on? Of course. Everything's you monetized. You pay for the ticks, but the bo- you buy the talks. Okay. You buy the talks. You get paid for the ticks. You pay for the talks. All right. Anyway. It's a sound model. Karina's Sounds so embarrassed. Sounds like a good business plan. Karina's, Karina's embarrassed so of her loud embarrassed. aunts who are wrong about everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, so then when I, I started doing uh, comedy and, and doing it on, on nights and, and weekends and like every chance I get and like trying to find a day job that isn't like too mentally demanding, uh, so that, that I can do this. And it's, it's exhausting, especially in New York, which is just like exhausting to live in by, uh, itself. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, at some point you just have to make the leap, which I just made. I just, uh, put in my notice and I'm going to be focusing on comedy full time. But had I like, when I wanted to, when I started doing comedy, if I had just like, quit my job and went full time, that would have been nuts. Yeah, um, because yeah. I, I saw Maria Bamford uh, give a give a talk to a room of comedians and giving advice and stuff about your career. And she was saying for her, she had a job um, as a receptionist for a while. And she said, you know, for her, um, she couldn't be creative if she didn't have her basic needs met. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very lucky that I'm married to somebody who, you know, I can be a, a kept woman. It's the dream. Uh, that is the dream. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in a place right now where it's like safe for me to do this. But uh, yeah, for me, it was always like if I had to worry about like health insurance and mm-hmm. covering rent and all that stuff, I would be way too stressed out to be able to to create yeah. um, stuff. So yeah. it's, um, you know, yeah, it, it's something. 25 is not too late. 25 is, is not like, too late to ultimate. change. Yeah and, yeah, and I will say I did change like my career. Uh, I I did major in advertising, and then I ended up doing business development for a while, mm-hmm. and then I entered a PhD program, and then I quit the PhD program, moved to New York, and then transitioned like back into advertising, but then also started doing comedy, and that was when I was like twenty seven. I think I started doing that, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so it's yeah, not too I basically late. just like went nuclear and get like sold all my shit and like quit that office job that I had and like, and no one noticed that I quit. Uh, and You're moved still out getting here paychecks from them. Yeah. I'm still getting paid from them. <laughs> still getting emails, not yeah. returning them just like business as usual. <laughs> uh, yeah, I literally like left an entire life in the Midwest and just moved here when I was 27. I made that leap. Um, and it, and I don't regret it at all. Like yeah. sometimes you just have to like, Drop what you're doing and find something else to do. You're going to be okay as long as, long as you can meet your needs. Now, yeah. I, I happen to have restaurant experience all through high school and college, so that's how I make a living out here. And I'm very, very fortunate to have a job that I can work three nights a week and pay my bills. Yeah, that, that's a great thing about New York, too. Like, a lot of uh, comedians do things like walk dogs or nanny yeah, during the day. Absolutely. Uh, for me, I, I like the the structure of a, of a nine-to-five, and I'd be a horrible waitress. I'm um, just very, <laughs> very klutzy and slow, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't work out for me, but... Uh, but like that's another way of going about yeah. it. If you have some sort of if you can if you can find like some kind of hustle that pays your bills, it, it just do it, honestly. 
and if you and you can always because you can always go back to this career path if you yeah, want. Yeah, you'll have the rest of your life to work in architecture if if you change your mind, if you make a mistake. Like architecture isn't going anywhere, right. especially yeah. when the apocalypse happens. We're gonna yeah. have to rebuild a lot yeah. of stuff. It's gonna be and we're in gonna demand. Need like you. Yeah. Yeah. Lesbians are really gonna rise to the occasion. We're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna be in charge yeah. after that. And <laughs> also like you never know where I don't know. My brother was an Abercrombie model when he was in his early twenties and he just became a judge in his early forties. Oh my god. So you truly wow. never know where yeah. your little life will take you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's Is this a the one of... who looks like Lance Bass? No, a different one. Oh different whoa. one. Yeah. Hot brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Not interested. <laughs> I know. Way to pretend to be excited yeah. by that. Yeah, yeah. right? Mm, hot brothers. Mm, hot dude. Let me see a picture. This is how I know you guys are really gay is because you didn't say, can I see it? Let me yeah. see the picture now. Mm-hmm. Right. It's usually, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Amelia, where can people follow you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Bedelia Bain. Um, and you can get some great Sarah content. Yeah, hashtag Sarah Reviews is a hit. Uh, (laughs) And also you can find me um, on communitybuildingartworks.org. Yes. It's a nonprofit I'm involved with. We do uh, community building art workshops for veterans and people still in the military. And uh, also I'm going on another – I'm currently on a world tour of Brooklyn that I've been on for more than a year. Um, we go to different apartments, do shows, but I'm also doing a happy, sad tour with, with my poet friend from my, um, from my famous, if you live near a red lion, hotel. if you live near a yeah. red lion or I'll send you the tape. No. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be <laughs> in New York and Philly and DC and Hampton, Virginia. Amazing. Yeah. That's great. Uh, and you're also going to be at Clexicon with That's right. Queer. I'll be there. Great. Awesome. So in Las Vegas. Yeah. Go find uh, Amelia and the rest of the Here and Queer ladies because they're all like past guests yeah. of ours and say hi. They're friendly. Yeah. We'll love it. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us at Diking Out on all the social media. Uh, send us your questions, dikingout at gmail.com. You can follow me on social media at TGI Carolyn. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Sarah York. You can follow Karina at Crispy Cream with K's. You sure can. Oh, sorry, Krispy Kreme. <laughs> or else it wouldn't be a pun. <laughs> or else it wouldn't be a pun. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, wow. Karina yeah. Strom. Karina Strom. Or on you can find her on TikTok. I don't know if that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, on TikTok, if you watch enough yeah. videos, we'll find She'll send Karina you send her a talk. lip syncing to Celine Dion. Yes, if yes. You guys Oh, did you hear that? Venmo at Karina Strom. And she'll make a TikTok. Venmo, I don't make a TikTok. Wow. bucks each. Um, <laughs> I'll just go ahead and send you money and I'll decide. Know what you're Great. worth. Know what to ask for. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening and we hope you dike out with us next week. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. 
And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.